This is Net News Network headline news for Wednesday, May 18th, 2022. The nationwide baby shortage formula has left some parents desperately searching for their trusted brand as store shelves remain bare. You can get all some social media users are advising people who can't find their baby's formula to switch their Amazon accounts from the US to Canada. You can get all the formula you need. They are not having a shortage, just the US is, one user wrote in a viral tweet. A similar post has been shared on Facebook. Well, the truth of the matter is, no, Amazon Canada won't ship baby formula orders to U.S. parents, through, though some third-party sellers who sell their items independently on Amazon may do so. Experts warn against buying formula products from other countries. No kidding. Get your own make your own baby formula or you could drive to the border of mexico apparently they sent a lot of pallets there for the immigrants so you can might be able to pick some up there maybe a immigrant would sell some to you and to go right along with this story experts quote unquote lower recommended age to feed babies cow's milk amid formula shortage a change in recommendation released tuesday from the american academy of pediatrics now says babies as young as six months can drink cow's milk as a temporary alternative to formula and it's not an option. Just like that. Magic. Now some parents are questioning the timing behind the AAP's change. Why is it six months the answer? Why isn't it eight months the answer? Where did six months come from? It's 100% in my opinion because we can't find formula, one parent said. Doctors are also questioning the change in the recommendation. Dr. Megan Sikama, a pediatrician at Bronson Methodist Hospital in Kalamazoo, Michigan, said cow's milk hasn't been recommended for babies before because it lacks essential vitamins and minerals. In the meantime, House Democrats have proposed a $28 million emergency spending bill to address the baby formula shortage. The funding would go towards increasing staffing at the Food and Drug Administration and boosting inspections to keep fraudulent products off the shelves. Um... How does that exactly get more baby formula to the shelves? Cow's milk should not be considered a temporary alternative for babies using specialty formulas for allergies or other special health needs without contacting your pediatrician. Our government hard at work for you. President Biden's administration is bracing for a wave of violence when the Supreme Court rules on Roe v. Wade in June, Fox News confirmed Wednesday. A May 13 memo from the Department of Homeland Security details ongoing investigation into threats to burn down or storm the Supreme Court building. Threats against the court arose last month after a draft majority opinion overturning Roe v. Wade leaked to the press. The Supreme Court is expected to hand down the ruling next month. The memo goes on to clarify that rhetoric supporting violent extremism does not itself constitute extremism. Well, isn't that interesting? Because they're left, they're, they're liberal people saying it, because if this was right-wing or conservative people talking like that, they'd be put on a terrorist watch list. The mere advocacy of political or social positions, political activism, use of strong rhetoric, or generalized philosophical embrace of violent tactics does not constitute domestic violent extremism or illegal activity and is constitutionally protected, the memo reportedly reads. Wow. 
DHS is committed to protecting Americans' freedom of speech and other civil rights and civil liberties, including the right to peacefully protest. Okay. DHS is also committed to working with our partners across every level of government and the private sector to share timely information and intelligence, prevent all forms of violence, and to support law enforcement officers to keep our communities safe. Well, apparently, if you're a liberal, you can do whatever you want, and your rights are protected. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably on a list somewhere. The Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board is being put on hold weeks after its establishment was announced to the public, and Board Director Nina Jankowitz will resign, according to the Associated Press. According to the Washington Post, DHS made the decision on Monday, and at the following mornings, the board's leader, Jankowitz, had a resignation letter drafted. Whether she leaves, ultimately decides to leave DHS, remains up in the air, the Post reported, as the department offered to let her stay, despite the agency suspending all groups that have been focusing on what the Biden administration refers to as mis, dis, and malinformation, or MDM. In the meantime, DHS is defending Jankowitz against attacks from the right based on her past positions in social media posts, including casting doubt on the legitimacy of the New York Post reporting on Hunter Biden's laptop before the 2020 election. The White House sharply criticized the board's opponents while insisting there was nothing wrong with the board's goals. These smears leveled by bad-faith right-wing actors against a deeply qualified expert and against efforts to better combat human smuggling and domestic terrorism are disgusting, and the administration has forcefully spoken out against them repeatedly, White House Deputy Press Secretary Andrew Bates told Fox News. Neither Nina Jankowitz nor the board have anything to do with censorship or with removing content from anywhere. Their role is to ensure that national security officials are updated on how misinformation is affecting the threat environment. Ah. She has strong credentials and a history of calling out misinformation from both the left and the right. Earlier this month, the attorneys general of 20 Republican-led states threatened legal action against DHS over the board, claiming it is un-American and chilling to the free speech of Americans. No kidding. Uh, We are living 1984, folks. And in case you haven't noticed today, the stock market is taking a major dump. The Dow Jones is down over 1,000 points, or 3.34%. The S&P 500 down 155 points, or 3.79%. And the NASDAQ lost 538 points, almost 5%. Not good news for the good old USA economy. Climate change, whether it's man-made or natural, has made the odds of record-breaking heat wave hitting northwestern India and Pakistan 100 times more likely to happen, scientists said Wednesday as the two countries experience high temperatures that are disrupting daily life. Soaring temperatures in parts of Pakistan and India in recent weeks have forced schools to close, damaged crops, put pressure on energy supplies, and kept residents indoors. It even prompted experts to question whether such heat is fit for human survival. 
Jakabobad, one of the hottest cities in the world in Pakistan's Sindh province, hit 51 degrees Celsius or 123.8 degrees Fahrenheit on Sunday. And 50 degrees Celsius, 122 degrees Fahrenheit the day before. In neighboring India, temperatures in the capital city, uh, capital region of Delhi surpassed 49 degrees Celsius or 120 degrees Fahrenheit on Sunday. The analysis also made projections showing the frequency of such heat waves in the region would increase to increase to once every 1.15 years by the end of the century. Initially, after the heat waves in 2010, they said that would not happen again for 312 years. That's not good news. That's pretty dang hot. Probably not fit for human survival. But India and some of those Asian countries over there are very responsible for putting a lot of pollution up into the air. Too many people crammed into small spaces and too many nasty factories and garbage going into rivers. I say we take the whole world back to the early 1800s. I'm down for that. This has been Net News Network. Headline news. For more, visit netnewsnetwork.net. Thanks for listening.